Thank you for listening to the Practice Impossible podcast. And if you like the show, if you like the episodes that you're hearing, please leave a review for us on uh, Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or wherever you listen to your podcasts, because that's what helps us stay fresh, stay on top of the search engines. And it really helps me also understand what you want to hear. In addition, you can also go to practiceimpossible.com and leave us some feedback. Uh, give us a, leave us a comment and let us know what topics you'd like to hear. And we'll do our best to serve you even better. Welcome to the Practice Impossible Podcast, where your host, Jude Pierre MD, also known as Coach JPMD, discusses medical practice topics that will guide you through the maze that is the business of medicine and teach you how to increase profits and help populations live long. Your mission, should you choose to accept, is to listen and be transformed. Now, here's your host, Coach JPMD. So today we're joined by Dr. Maria. Scunziano Singh. And uh, Dr. Maria is, is a dear friend, and we've known each other for f many, many years. And she helped start uh, Access Healthcare, where I'm currently working. And she's married to Dr. P. Singh, who was uh, interviewed on a previous episode on uh, commercial real estate and medicine. So if you haven't heard that episode, uh, please do check that out. But today we're going to have a conversation with Dr. Maria, who is, a, is an internist by training, and also became a naturopathic doctor and practices in Hernando County. And I have to say that I'm uh, somewhat embarrassed uh, to say and to admit to her and, and the world that, you know, after many years of having a, a welcome center, a, a welcome center, a center for uh, natural holistic medicine and uh, comprehensive diagnosis and treatment center in Hernando County, it took me many years to actually visit the center. And I have to say, I was amazed to see what they offer there from salt rooms to infrared saunas and all in Hernando County, something that I think should be in Miami Beach or, or in LA, uh, but we have in our own backyard in a suburb of Tampa. So I'm honored to have her on the Practice Impossible podcast, and we're going to be talking about uh, Dr. Maria's transition from managed care to practicing more holistic medicine and the technologies that she has to offer at her center. So uh, we're uh, honored to have her on our show and can't wait to share this discussion with you all. So today's episode is with uh, Dr. Maria Scunziano. And we're going to discuss alternative medicine and holistic medicine with uh, Maria, Dr. Maria. And I'm going to let her introduce herself and uh, tell us uh, who she is, uh, her background. And uh, Dr. Maria, you take it away. Thanks, dude. Well, I am uh, Dr. Maria Scunziano Singh, and better known as Dr. Maria. And I have been around these parts in Florida for about 25 years. I have uh, my medical degree from New York Medical College back in good old New York, and I've had that uh, for quite some time. I also have a diploma in naturopathic medicine, so I have an NMD, which uh, I received, oh, more than 10 years ago. And I'm happy to say that I have been really practicing in integrative fashion for virtually all of my time as a, as a physician. Yeah. And so, is, yeah. And so you, you were, I mean, I, I joined the practice, you know, 20 some odd years ago and you were doing managed care at the time, but you were not certified then. Is that correct? Exactly. That's okay. correct. But you were doing managed care. Absolutely. Yes. And running a pretty successful managed care practice, I, I would, I would think. 
Yes, yes. I, I, with a, a combination of, of talent uh, on my part, my husband, we founded the practice that we have now, and we got underway having uh, joined into the whole managed care arena. We came down here from New York, and we learned a lot about what it means to navigate the whole managed care business. And basically, um, is to offer value care, you know, with cost savings for everyone, everyone concerned, but giving valuable care. And being a, you know, a primary care physician, I had the ability to, you know, to dictate what went on, how people would be, you know, taken care of. If I could take care of them myself, I, I would do that. And that was the best way as far as I'm concerned. And, uh, you know, utilizing the other resources in managed care, using specialists as needed, you know, we, we refer people out and so forth. But really, it was about taking care of the person without overutilizing and, and you know, not uh, losing control of uh, medicine because uh, before managed care, um, you know, fee for service, if you will, doctors would just kind of spend a lot of money doing a lot of testing, doing a lot of things. Yeah. And, uh, you know, was it really advantageous, you know, I mean, doing all of that and overutilizing things and technology and so forth and so on services. But, you know, managed care uh, really taught us a lesson. We learned how to, you know, pull things together, giving quality care and not overutilizing and not putting people through, you know, so much, which happens, uh, you know, otherwise. And uh, we've learned to control ourselves as physicians. You know, it's kind of a disciplined way of doing things. Yeah. And, and, and I know you guys did a lot of testing in your office also, because I was, I was impressed when I, when I first started and you had x-rays, you had ultrasounds, you had uh, DEXA machines in the office. And, and I know those are all part of cost savings. Yeah. And using our, yeah, using everything kind of under one roof, you know, mm -hmm. definitely was, was cost saving for us and it was beneficial to the patient. It's like the, you know, one-stop shop. Yeah. Uh, people would rather go to a facility where they can have everything at their disposal, don't have to go to other doctors. But if necessary, of course, you, you know, we, we don't do general surgery. We don't deliver babies here <laughs> and, uh, you know, we don't pull teeth. But uh, we do a lot of other things in, in our managed care practice. And uh, it's exciting. It's exciting because we really touch people, literally, in every sense of the word. You know, my husband and I, have, uh, we have had a, a good reputation in the community, and as, as you have, dude. <laughs> and uh, we, we enjoy interacting and, um, and with our colleagues and and bringing people aboard, and we've grown the practice quite a bit. We have, yeah. you know, we have quite a number of, of providers, physicians, medical doctors, osteopaths. We have nurse practitioners. We have physicians assistants, and all the ancillary staff. We have, you know, just just an amazing array of people with all offices throughout the Tampa Bay area, and extending further across the state. So how did how were you able to to use your holistic medicine uh, education in the managed care arena? Because some of the services I know are not covered by Medicare Advantage plans. So right. So so the thing that I am pretty sharp on is lifestyle, 
Mm-hmm. And lifestyle medicine is actually a real thing and you can become certified in lifestyle medicine. So that is something I've been doing all along. I will be sitting for my lifestyle board exam this year, the, uh, the end of the year, and become part of that, you know, which kind of gives me that uh, additional credentialing. But I've been doing it all along, you know, mm-hmm. and lifestyle is all about nutrition it's about self-care, you know, taking care of oneself, knowing how to keep the body in good shape, fitness, you know, making sure you're doing things mindfully, conscious living, sleeping well, interacting with people, social relationships, very important. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, the pillars of, of lifestyle are all of the above, you know, just taking care of the basics of life, the basic elements of life that we need to. And um, many people just don't know how to do that, Jude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and we're not, and we're not taught it in medical school also in residency. We're, we're all taught to prescribe medications and to read the studies. And, but there's, you know, if you don't help the patients uh, transform their being and transform the way they're doing things, it's going to be hard for them to, to really live a healthy life. I would, I would say. Yeah. So we're, yeah, we're kind of not, geared and or prepped for preventive medicine. And -hmm. if you want to do that, you have to go via other means. You have to learn on your own. And that's what a number of us have done. We've taken that time to do it. So I knew going into medical school straight up that I was going to have to, you know, somehow bring in that element of preventive care because Mm -hmm. I knew it was just going to be, uh, you know, see patients, just hand them something or other, um, you know, for whatever they were uh, suffering with and, and you know, see it in a number of months ahead. That's not the way I practice. In managed care, at least, I can see a person, you know, who is in a, on a plan who's capitated. So I could see someone as you, you know, every day if I need to. If the person needs to come in, I can see them every day. I can see them weekly. If I feel they need my guidance in in better care, in better lifestyle care, I'm going to bring them in more often. That's just the way it is. I feel I have that advantage with these Medicare Advantage plans, so I can bring them in more often. That's how I incorporate my integrate uh, or use the integrative approach. I'll just talk to them. I'll bring, I'll bring it all to light. I'll guide them. I'll teach them. Yeah. I have to use the extra time to teach them. Yeah. So, so I know that you transitioned somewhat from managed care to the welcome center. And, uh, I have to admit that I, I was, um, deficient in, or I don't know if I should say deficient, but I should have seen that you're a welcome center way longer than I, than it took me to, to get there. Cause I mean, you, you have a center, I would call it not just a center, it's a wellness community there that looks like it's some, something that should be in, in the South Tampa or somewhere. And, uh, so tell us a little about how you got to where you are now and what you're doing. Well, I'm fortunate enough that I had a piece of land here. I have a piece of land uh, that we purchased and in my uh, neighborhood. So it's near to my practice. Actually, it's on the campus of my 
practice, one of my wow. offices and where I spend time in. And uh, the Welcome Home Center is, is uh, something that I've been thinking about for a long time. I was looking for a place where I could bring in my knowledge of the alternatives, which I consider really primary. I think the uh, the conventional, <laughs> the whole conventional thing should be called alternative. I mean, this is traditional treatment that we're doing in at the center and at other wellness centers. Traditional, really ancient. Some of the stuff is ancient that we do. All right. And I, I utilize technique in something called pure bioenergy. And it's a form of Reiki. And it's an energy healing method. And this is, well, this goes back to biblical times, for goodness sakes. Mm-hmm. And it's really powerful. And I've learned how powerful because patients respond. And that's the beauty of it. So that's just one of the things that I do. And I mean, we really are energy. That's what everything is. You know, we look like we're solid creatures and and the chairs and everything look pretty solid, but they're really not. And we as human beings are 99.9% vacuum space and very, very small percentage, like a 0.001 solid. So we're really not solid. We are energy. We are not stationary. By no means are we stationary beings. Every every split second, every millisecond, every fraction of time, everything is in motion. Mm-hmm. And there really isn't an inner and an outer. It's kind of just looking that way, right? The skin looks like it's, okay, that's the external surface and then... We have an inner gut and all these internal organs. We really are like sips. Everything is moving through us and it's all energy. It's energetic stuff, dynamic, nothing static, nothing static, right? And when we say stillness, we're not, st- we're not truly still. I mean, we can still the mind. And if you really want to get into the spiritual element, yes, we can talk about stillness. But again, the word is very limited. You know, language is limited, right? It's, it's actual motion. It's, mm-hmm. it's the manifestation. It's the execution that really is making the difference. So at the center, we, uh, which we established in 2016 and really opened it up in 2018, you know, with a yoga element, our yoga portion, our movement studio, which started out with yoga, um, that was in 2018, so we had a, an opening then. And we have just grown with all of our talented, uh, the talented people on this campus. You know, I have uh, have uh, yoga instructors. I have people who do meditation, chakra healing. We have Tai Chi coming. We did have Tai Chi. We kind of in, got interrupted. We're com- it's coming back. We have, have massage therapy, don't massage. you? Massage. Yeah. We have massage yeah. therapists. Yeah. We have hypnotherapy. We have our, our community garden. We have IV therapy that I do. In addition to the pure bioenergy, I do IV vitamin therapy, vitamin, mineral, antioxidant mm-hmm. therapy. I also do chelation, which is very powerful. You know, uh, removal of metals is a really, it's a neat thing. And the science has it. And it's just not in the regular toolbox of physicians. It's just not there. And I had to go and learn all about it. And I'm glad I did because I'm helping people 
who are, you know, or we're benefiting from it, you know. Yeah. So that that we do here at the center. We have uh, other, yeah, but not all not all doctors I am listening to this podcast may say, "Well, I'm not sure." You know, where did you learn that, and what is the, what's the research behind that? So, where what would you say to a doctor that that was a naysayer about some of the things that you've just just described, chelation, IV therapies, and things? Because I, I know I've done some research, and I know that a lot of it works, most of it works. But where do you get your information from? Yeah. Well, there's, there's an Integrative Medicine Association, and the Integrative American Medical Association is present in this country. You can get involved. You can become part of this and learn about other disciplines, you know, the things that, that you can use um, that are having science behind them. Yeah. And there is there is science behind these things. It's just not brought out in the conventional textbooks. It's not. You'll have to get textbooks on integrative uh, medicine, and they exist. And there are there are integrative teachers um, everywhere. And um, I mean, Andrew Wheel has an integrative uh, school in uh, in Arizona, mm-hmm. um, and that's right now the only one. But more of these medical schools are bringing in courses, for instance, life, for lifestyle medicine, um, you have you have these different courses and acupuncture courses that are coming into the curricula and are are open to incoming medical students. Mm-hmm. That's really something very new. It's very new. And uh, it's exciting because, um, you know, I have a daughter who is going to be doing kind of thing you know she just started and she started in a, a conventional medical doctorate school and she is um, she's interested in you know integrative practice sure. so that she can bring in these type of things in her future in practice yeah and i know that there are some other things that i recently started researching and that was uh, that's infrared saunas i think you have an infrared sauna at the center as well we do, we do, and the sauna is uh, is really um, another fascinating tool. I mean, it's it's a wonderful tool. You know, it has a capacity for detoxing you. It has anti-inflammatory effects, and again, there's science to show this, um, which is beautiful. You know, for improving your your cell health, your cellular health, to improve your immune system, yep. to uh, to alleviate pain. And we have a dry infrared sauna. We don't have mm-hmm. the, the wet sauna that most people would, you know, think of, you know, that, that kind of steamy bath, bath looking like atmosphere. This is a dry sauna and you can go in with just light clothing or bathing suit and just uh, take that heat in it. It's a dry heat. It's like going to the desert, you know, and getting uh-huh. that dry heat and your your joints and everything, your bones and everything feel much better. Uh, you can just you just feel better with it. So um, there's a lot of uh, a lot of push for this infrared. Yeah. And why do you think that there is not much push in medical schools for these types of therapies? Because, you know, there's the infrared saunas, the salt rooms. I, I know that you have one as well. Why is there not a big push? Yeah, well, that's that's kind of a, 
a loaded question and the answer would be probably taking me a few hours to to do. So I don't know that we have the the short version, the short version of the answer. Yeah. Well, you know, as they say, it comes down to economics. Mm. You know, if something like this, like a sauna session, which is going to cost you a few dollars, you know, I mean, you know, say a dollar a minute and you're in there for 40 minutes. Okay. $40. And this takes pain away, reduces the inflammation, makes your skin cleaner, makes your airways feel better. You know, that's pretty inexpensive. And that means, oh, wow, I might not have to take those drugs or go to that particular facility and go to a doctor or whatever. And some people, they have them in their homes. They, Mm -hmm. They have infrared saunas right in their homes. They purchase them. And for those who can't afford to do that or don't want them, have not the room, they come to a place like like uh, the Ohm Center, and we have it. We have it. We offer it. And we also offer a salt room. The salt room is absolutely wonderful. I mean, that place is so busy. It is so busy. I mean, and it has got so many benefits. My gosh, the, the salt room, when you inhale the dry salt, it's as if you're at the at the ocean side, number one. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit wetter there. But according to the Salt Therapy Association, if you spend 45 minutes in the salt room, it's like spending a couple of days at the beach. Hmm. Yeah. And the effects are wonderful. The salt is bactericidal. Bactericidal. Uh-huh. Ah, that makes a lot of uh, heads turn. It's mucokinetic, hydrophilic anti-inflammatory. It can eliminate foreign substances. It helps to enhance the mucociliary blanket so you can get things out that are stuck. It's beneficial for asthma and COPD and bronchitis and sinusitis and congestion in general. Smokers who are trying to quit, they, you know, they just love the salt room. And it's like a cave. It's really nice. It's got a nice ambiance and you just relax in there. I mean, we have people book, booked every day virtually for the salt <laughs> room. You know, they they love it and it's peaceful and you can go in there with your loved ones. You can go in there on your own. You can go in there with a friend and we can do things in there like meditate. We can give therapy, other therapies in there. And it, it's just a, it's a great atmosphere. So yeah. for people who have respiratory ailments, I mean, it's actually being used for a lot of ailments, a lot of skin conditions, just overall well-being. People feel great in the salt room. It is totally benign and it's totally, really effective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so, so you've been doing this 20 plus years, 25 years, right? 25, 30 years. You have a young physician coming out of residency hearing some of these technologies that they may not have heard in medical school, what would be the one thing you could tell them such that by doing it would make their lives easier and they wouldn't have to go through some of the pains that you've gone through? Well, yeah, they just, whomever, you know, just come to me, just call me anytime. I am totally available 24 seven. Yeah. I, I would say, you know, that one, if you're interested in any of these type of therapies, there are ways of, uh, of becoming trained and certified and or having the staff who knows how to do this working with you. Mm-hmm. 
And so they can be there right on site with you, which, you know, I have them here and we work together. But, you know, there there's like the, the different associations that will teach you about sauna, teach you about salt. The salt, the salt itself has an association, you know, the, yeah, there's a salt therapy association. And uh, to learn about in more integrative practices, you'll have to work with an integrative uh, organization. And we have that. There's an yeah. integrative association. And we have people who are part of it. And they have the benefits of having education. There's CMEs available for physicians. And uh, so you have a lot of really resources within that framework of the integrative association. So I'm you know, I'm definitely part of that and I'm glad that it's there and I use it as a resource. So you'd say, tell them to get educated on this. And to, to, I would say absolutely. I mean, anybody who, you know, wants to, you know, really extend their, their skill or their talent, they have an interest in, in the holistic approach. Because again, when we, when we are training in conventional you know, programs, we're really learning a reductionist approach. We're not doing a holistic approach. And, you know, as far as I'm concerned, you know, when you go and, um, you know, you see a person's leg that, that has something wrong with it, that's it. You just focus on the leg. If you see, you know, a person has um, an injury or something like that to the head, okay, just focus on that. If it's an injury, we can work with it. Actually, you can work with it in an integrative way. You don't have to just get, take a drug for it. You can, you know, you can use something else. There are other technologies to, to use and or hands-on therapy to use. You can use um, oils. You can use different type, types of inhalation. Again, there's so many uh, options other than drug therapy. So, you know, you are in a, in a position, like I said, as an integrative physician, to know more. You have more in your toolbox. Actually, there is no box. <laughs> if I may say, there is no box. It's just, it's pretty wide open. And once you learn about herbs and learn about how powerful they are and what you can do with them, and yes, there's science behind them. And yes, they've been used for thousands of years, many of them. And you know some of them that, that have come up. I mean, sure. You know, turmeric is the but all the buzz, you know, it's it's a spice and it has so much power to it. But there are so many others out there. I mean, really, you're talking about like uh, a world of, of remedies, mm-hmm. you know, for so many things. And we have them. We have them. And but we don't know about them when we're in medical school training. Yeah. yeah. But there's so much more to learn. And I encourage Anyone who is interested in, uh, like I said, a more holistic approach, out-of-the-box approach, and having so many things at your disposal, uh, your knowledge base is enhanced, you'll be so much more satisfied. Patients are just satisfied. They're looking for you. They're looking for this type of person. So when they come to me, they're coming because somebody else has has a deficiency in the the knowing. They Mm -hmm. don't know what it means to use these other things. And these people are frustrated. So I think that it's going to be, uh, you know, the future. The integrative uh, approach is really the future. It, the future is now, and it's just going to grow as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Well, 
Dr. Maria, thank you so much for spending this much time talking about uh, the things that you do. And I know our audience is going to be pretty excited to learn about some of these things because I didn't know about them before before speaking to you. And so what we'll do is we'll put some of the show notes and some of the things that we you discussed uh, here on in the show notes. And uh, how can we find you? How can we? Uh, how can our listeners find you? Let's see now. Uh, should I give out my home address? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On um, as far as a website, right? We yeah. uh, we are on welcomehomecenter.com. Well, two L's, uh-huh. right? C O M E Om O M Center.com. And that is located at 4242 Lake in the Woods Drive in Spring Hill, Florida, 34607. Cool. And our phone number at the center is really easy to remember. It's uh, 352 area code 600-4242. So that's our address. It's 4242. Uh, that's, that's neat. And the buildings are actually, each building has, we have three buildings on the campus and each one has its own number, but you'll, you know, when you GPS it, it's, it'll bring you to a, the whole campus. Cool. And uh, yeah. Thank you so much, Dr. Maria. It's great talk to you and uh, I'm sure we'll see each other soon. Oh, thank you, Jude. Absolutely. All the best and thank you.